Okay, hello, and welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I am Emma. I'm Antonella, and and we are here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. I've been doing an arm wave a lot when you say that, just because I feel like we've said it so many times that I like know the exact rhythm. Yeah, so no, I'm it has like, a rhythm to aesthetically it. Aesthetically pleasing lens, yes. <laughs> Um, so we're more than meets the eye. We are aesthetics podcast. Um, like Anthony just told you, we talk about fashion, movies, whatever, music, like all that good, good, good stuff. The mm-hmm. stuff that makes the serotonin go wow, you know, vibes, vibes, just serotonin the vibes. vibes. Yes. Um, and we usually do an aesthetic every week that we focus on. We kind of break apart. Uh, sometimes we do something called pop culture aesthetics which is like specific like movies books or uh like albums um but this week we're just doing a regular aesthetic episode mm-hmm. and Antonella what are we talking about this week so today we're talking about the aesthetic Parisian yes um and yeah kind of just getting into what the look of a Parisian girl is yes um I mean first of all it's kind of self-explanatory because it's like Parisian so it's like Paris if you didn't know that means that Parisian is someone who lives in Paris. Yeah, specifically, like, I guess the feminine term. The way we're, we're spelling it, but when I looked up Parisian aesthetic, it was always, like, I-A-N. Okay. Yes, which is actually English. So we, for the episode, we're writing it, like, I-E-N-N-E. Okay. Which is, I think, when you were sending me ideas, that's how you wrote it, oh, which dude. I think is funny, funny. Because we both, like, speak French, basically, mm-hmm. and, like that's how we would think of like parisian would be like i-e-n-n-e you know yes oh but anyway keep going um and yeah so maybe we can talk about our personal relationship to this style or should we define it first i forget i think define define okay so i would say this is i mean from the title it is how like a lot of french people dress um and I would describe it as effortless, chic, yep. um, pretty simple style, but very uh, elegant. Yes. And kind of like when we say French people, I think more specifically people involved in fashion in Paris, you know? True. Um, I feel like I've met French people who do not have any sense in fashion. And I'm kind of like, what are you wearing? Um, but yeah, it's definitely for, it kind of captures the more classic side of uh french fashion in general um but more specifically in paris with like the background the setting of paris yes all the, the aesthetics yeah. that go and the visuals aesthetics that make us think of paris fashion um the word chic de contracté which means effortless chic okay um combining like casual and uh more chic yes elements and, and that de contracté is like Contracté is when you get really stressed and your like muscles contract basically. So décontracté is like basically meaning you like are letting go. Yeah, so it's like um, a looseness to yes. it, which is really like I think the main idea. Yes. Um, yeah. So tell me about your experience with like Paris fashion and mm-hmm. like Paris life. Have you been to Paris? I have not. Ooh. It's definitely it's on the bucket list. Yes. Um, High up there for sure. Um, love to go um this summer let's go yeah i would be down Paris, here we come. hell yeah um i don't think i've personally ever dressed like this because i think i'm super into brighter colors and patterns and like i'm not really a minimalist dresser i would say um i think you incorporate elements 
yeah there's just there's certain elements for sure like i do i do love just like a t-shirt and jeans moment yeah sometimes which i think is like a, a typical uniform for parisian fashion yeah you don't really do like form-fitting jeans though and i feel like uh we'll get into it but like one of the things about parisian fashion is like being very silhouette fitting form-fitting you yeah. know and that you definitely rock the baggy look. I do. I definitely do. Especially now. Maybe when we were younger, you did a little bit. Maybe. I think. I think I was like more interested in like the look of it than actually wearing it. Like I just yeah. was always interested in just like French culture because I was. I mean, this is a very specific part of French culture, yes. not the general French culture. And I think that's kind of what I was more looking at. Yes. Especially on Tumblr, I feel like when I was younger, this was like a style that I saw a lot. Yes, absolutely. Um, specifically because I think it's kind of a romanticized lifestyle of being like a paris fashion girl and like wearing you know a chanel bag and just like going Mm -hmm. to breakfast and getting a baguette (laughs) like i think that's really like what a lot of atlantic accent (laughs) yes um i think it's a like a really like a big like a niche on tumblr which is like this kind of romanticized uh white girl aesthetic i also feel like it was one of the first like like, one of the first internet aesthetics, almost. Like, it was one of the things that, like, when people were starting to do, like, art and fashion on the internet. Blogging on the internet. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. it was one of the first things that really took off. Because we have always been obsessed with this Paris look. Totally. Like, the roots of this aesthetic go back so far. And I think, like, it's... I, I just feel like my entire life I saw, like, the Parisian aesthetic everywhere. Like, in very cheesy forms. And then very not cheesy forms. In very classy forms, you know? But, like... It's a reverse, especially because we took French, I guess. And, like, you get, like, I have postcards from our middle school French teacher that were, like, totally, like, Parisian aesthetic, you know? Or, like, I'm kind of jumping into myself, but, yeah, like... go go for it. When I was a kid and I wanted to be a fashion designer, I think, like, Paris was also, like, the number one. Like, you wanted to go to Paris, you wanted to be... And that's probably why, like, I learned French, too. Like, I probably don't even realize it, but... um. I think, like, all the fashion games I had or all the fashion, like, books and whatever, it was, like, there was a lot of focus on Paris, you know, Mm -hmm. especially because that really is, like, one of the capitals of fashion, even to this day, and I think, like, I always saw these, like, emblems of, like, Parisian, like, all over the place, or just, like, Paris, like, the Eiffel Tower, the stupid, like, little books with all the Eiffel Towers on them, you know, like, or the pink and white stripes, like, that was always, like, part of it, too. Mm Mm-hmm, no, for sure. Mm -hmm. You want to hop into, I guess, so I have, like, history slash background. I kind of went a little historical in terms of, like, Paris and, like, Paris on the world of fashion. Mm -hmm. But um, in general, I just kind of wrote about, like, what we think of as and, like, how we came to think of this Parisian look as, like, one of the pinnacles of fashion. Yes. Do you have that, too? You you should begin, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, it's historically a place of fashion. So I'll go through the history super fast. Basically, uh, fashion was, like, basically invented as an industry in France um, in the 17th century with our beloved Louis VIII, um, who, you know, did a lot. Um, the Sun King and one of the things... Is that... No, Louis the... It's XIV. That's 10... 16th? 14th? No, 14th. I'm so sorry, guys, 14th. that I said eighth. Oh no, God. it's okay. I do not do not know my nom- Roman numerals. Roman numerals. It's XIV, so I believe you should look up XIV. I believe it is fourteen. Yes. Um, because IV is four and yes. X is ten. Okay. No, I see where you're going. Yes. Um, 
But anyway, he, the Sun King, he brought fashion to his court um, for the first time. You know, he was all about bigger and better, more wigs, more bows, you know, and then like that kind of made fashion a thing. Um, and then around a couple, like, I want to say like 100 years later, 200 years later, uh, probably 200 years, um, he, the department stores started popping up in France in particular. And department stores weren't really a thing before then. You would go to a tailor, they would like make your outfits for you. Um, and then when department stores came about, it was more like you would go and make something that was already like available for you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they'd be still super extravagant. Um, but it was, uh, there was a great book called The Paradise, which is about one of the first department stores in France. And it's really, really good. And I can't think of the author's name, but highly recommend, um, BBC made a drama about it. It's kind of weird, but I really liked it when I was like 15 classic, um, also, the bourgeoisie made fashion, like, they made the fashion world run. Okay, now we're going to, like, go all the way to 1947, which is post-World War II. Um, and that's kind of, like, the beginning of Paris's new look, uh, which is created by... Which one is it created by? We're thinking Chanel? I don't think it was Chanel. It might have been Chanel. I thought it was a male fashion mm. designer, but I can't remember. But it doesn't matter. It's kind of, like, this cleaner look, which is... The beginnings of what we know of as the Parisian look, you know, like this is kind of the simple, more minimalistic, more like beige, but with a pop color, you know, mm-hmm. like Dior. No, Dior's later. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It was someone then in 19- oh maybe it was Dior in 1947. Yeah, they say it's founded in 1946. Dior, Christian Dior. Okay, I think it was Dior's new look. Um, Which, because I do associate that kind of a simple look with Dior, exactly. so that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and then in 1966, uh, Yves Saint Laurent created Ready to Wear, which is basically taking this fashion. And, like, Yves Saint Laurent is, like, also very Parisian in, like, his yes. look and his style. And, like, he made it very accessible. Like, you could buy that stuff off the runway, basically, is what Ready to Wear is. Prêt-à-porter is what it is Ooh. in French. Yes. But, yeah, that's my little history That's ramble. so interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. I mean... France has a long history of art and fashion. Yeah. They're like the pinnacle for everything. Yes. <laughs> art. Like you said, Chanel, Jacques Mousse, Cartier, like those are all like famous uh, Parisian designers. Fun fact though, I do not like Chanel and I have good reasoning for it. The clothes or the person? The person. Yeah, no, we don't like her. Yes. Because she liked the Nazis. She did. And we don't like that. No, we um, don't. No, we don't. But yeah, I, I like what we were saying. It's just a very like minimalist, sophisticated, but it's also kind of laid back, you know. Like it's not, you can't look like you put in too much effort. Exactly, it's all about like looking like you kind of just woke up like this, but you're cute still. I woke up like this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get into the fashion. Yes, or maybe we could talk about like overall visuals. Yeah, just like the like I'm th- I'm literally just thinking of like what I would see on Tumblr, which Tell is me. like the Eiffel Tower, of course, um, like bookstores or art museums. I feel like that's Absolutely. like a big part of the aesthetic, just like looking cute and being at an art museum. Yes, I feel like a newer version of it too is like the weird picnics in random meadows that feels like I saw someone post a picture of that as like Parisian. I was like, I wouldn't think of that, but, like, when you have a, cl- a closer look, I agree. Yes. No, I, I agree with that. And, like, I think especially there's also a lot of, like, food photography mixed with this. Like, I'm thinking, like, wine glasses and, like, Absolutely. 
bread and cheese and like yeah. some fruit like i feel like that's also a part of a lot of the looks too is like just being at a cafe or yeah. something the first foodies yes no it was about like about food too like yeah. french food is pretty important absolutely it's like also a sign of like wealth yeah. too which i think a lot of this is like subtle hinting at your wealth absolutely um i have a question for you because you're talking about uh tumblr i mean we talked about it and i agree um i wonder when do you think like this might be a long-lasting aesthetic but when do you think it kind of i guess began as an internet thing and do you think it's kind of lost its relevance on the Mm. internet i think i mean personally like I can't say much before, like, 2014, because okay. I wasn't really paying attention to fashion then. She wasn't on Tumblr then. Wasn't really on Tumblr then. Um, but I do think, like, around that time, like, early 2010s, like, maybe late 2010s, like, it was pretty, like, pretty popular. Okay. I would say currently, we're like, it's not as relevant. Like, it's not as much of, like, a trend right now, but I think it's, like, a long, more of a long-lasting style choice than, yeah. like, necessarily a trend. I do see it coming on the rise in the next few years though personally because i think it's like simpleness would be a reaction to a lot of like the maximalism that's happening yeah. happening right now which i think is really popular right now so i could see that being like the follow-up to what's ever happening which is funny because we feel like we just got out of the clutches of minimalism yeah and, i know like, i'm not ready to go back <laughs> i'm not ready to go back either i don't think anyone's ready to go back i'm, I'm gonna hold on to this maximalism i know as, I as long as i can <laughs> I love those TikToks that are, like, my minimalist 27-year-old millennial sister. And I'm like, that is so funny. No, that is so funny. That's so true. Yep. You still walk into, like, any 27-year-old from Long Island's home and it's like... Or, like, I guess 33-year-old from Uh, Long Island's home and you're like, wow, you really like plain things. (laughs) No, it's just not... I like... It's like Target. Target core. Target core. No. (laughs) I love that. I coined that. Just so everyone knows, I coined Target, Target Core. Um, do a whole episode on I Target think we should. <laughs> I think we can do a really good I'd job. Cry. Yeah. I, I think I would describe it. walking into, like, three different people's um, bedrooms in freshman year and being like, oh, you all have the same exact sheets. Oh, yeah. And, like, how is that even possible? Do we all – you all just shop at Target, I guess? Yep. That's it. All right. Um Anyway, anyways, we can talk yes. about fashion specifically. Yes, fashion, fashion. What what people are wearing? Berets. Mm-hmm. Typical, but a classic. Yes. Maquillage is moi, <laughs> which is like I'm trying to say minimal makeup. I guess you could say minimal. We oui. very yes, true. Minimal. Like again, looking effortless. Nothing. No crazy makeup looks. Yes. Um. I would say like simple gold jewelry, like little hints say of that, it. And I agree with that, but I feel like gold is. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> do you do you not agree that it's a part of the? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I always thought as, of gold as like that, a more of like a Mediterranean style aspect. Mm. Like when I think I of like. That. Like the Italian cottage core, even like Grecian like cottage beach core, like having that gold jewelry makes more sense mm. in that context i think in Parisian fashion it's almost like your jewelry should be so minimal that like dainty jewelry for sure but i don't know if it has to be gold jewelry interesting i definitely agree with the whole like mediterranean thing i think but i yeah. just think i don't know gold just makes me think of like just 
you know classy european ladies in general wear gold like i feel like that's what i think of i'm also a silver girl and i feel like i am a silver girl i connect with this parisian aesthetic a little bit like i feel like it's been it is in my vocabulary of like like you were saying like and i think this is very true like i think that this is almost more like a a staple or like a silhouette more than an actual like you can buy clothes that are like specifically Parisian. Yeah. Like you buy this it's a style. Yes, you buy this jacket over this jacket because this jacket is like has a Parisian silhouette, as opposed to this jacket has more of a like Y two K yeah <laughs> silhouette. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, and I I feel like it's less like you can I, I don't even know Y two K. I feel like isn't the right thing to pin it against because Y two K very much has a look, True. not necessarily a silhouette. Because you mm-hmm. could have a Parisian silhouette but a Y two K look. Obviously, Parisian extends beyond that, too, but I'm thinking, like, in my vocabulary, I often think of, like, a Parisian silhouette. Mm -hmm. I think it just, like, makes it a timeless style because it's focused more on silhouettes than just, like, trends of, like, oh, you need this specific jacket, like, this specific style, color, cut, blah, blah, blah. And it speaks to its roots in, like, haute couture because it's, like, the silhouette means so much. Or, like, if you're ray wakanabe like the silhouette is nothing you want to completely ignore the silhouette like it's all about like that relationship to the silhouette almost mm-hmm. did i, I say is her her name might be ray watanabe it's ray watanabe sorry yeah she's um cgl no comme des garçons sorry mm-hmm. cdg CDG. oh my god i'm messing everything up no you're okay mm-hmm. um what else um designer bags like you said yes definitely like i feel like you could have a very simple look and then just like accessorize it minimally with yes. just like a designer bag yeah, yeah and the designer bag can be a little like fun but it like mm-hmm. it's not your outfit so it's okay it's separate right. almost um i was seeing a lot of like soft curls and not even not like beach waves but kind of more like you almost did like the finger wave look but then you kind of made it more, like, livable. Mm-hmm. I feel like every photo that I saw, every girl had, like, soft curls. And I yeah. was, like, interesting. That is interesting. Um, yeah, I think anything that looks like you didn't try, you didn't just come out of a salon, basically. Yeah. But it's neat and clean. Yes. Neat and clean, but not salon style. Yeah, not, nothing too, like, uptight. Yes. Um, trousers and blouses. Yes. I think there's also, like, a mix of, like, feminine masculine in each outfit like you know you're not totally super girly like you'll have like a little blazer like a men's jacket or something it's like a good mix like a a, more like an army jacket like structured jackets i feel like are very important Mm -hmm. and this is why i like it because you know i like my jackets and i like very structured jackets too and i think like that's important i also think that same thing like the doing like a jeans and a pair of heels together is yeah. a very like it's also combining that feminine and masculine like super like you're wearing heels you yeah. know but then you're also wearing jeans yeah so you're dressy, like casual dressy, casual masculine feminine mm-hmm. like finding a good balance especially yes totally no not too many patterns or not no crazy patterns at least like yeah. keeping it like more classic like stripes plaid maybe polka dots or yep. something nothing like pineapples no <laughs> like palm not really leaves. yeah not not really patterns you know yeah. like some patterns but like not I feel the like stripes focus. or plaids would be like that the majority even polka dots is like oh that's yeah too, like, too, too much too quirky yeah. too crazy maybe that really big like um what is that brand marimeko maybe like the big marimeko polka dots like that could be the mm. only one that i could see working 
No, but yeah, but not like with anything else. Like it would have to be simple. Yeah. I feel like Marimekko is almost like minimalist patterns, but like it does patterns, but they do them in like a minimalist way. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see the big polka dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, they're they're big polka. enough where it almost like is not. It becomes like its own thing. Like yeah, it's not exactly. really a pattern. Um, it's like a design. Yeah. It's intentional the way it's so big, you know, rather than mm-hmm. just like your Amazon polka dot dress. <laughs> oh, I was going to say earlier when you were talking about your relationship to it, um, I feel like there's the silhouette for dresses in Parisiana is very like maybe a sweetheart neckline with some poofy sleeves and like a little like frill at the bottom, like kind of frilly, like still like form-fitting but like mm. a little more feminine like in that way and the like details and i feel like you wear a lot of dresses like that that's like true i feel like your the dresses that you wear are that's where your parisian influence comes in i would agree with that yeah. for sure like i do like a very like feminine like simple feminine exactly kind of dress. and not like in your face yeah kind of just like like i think i do some in your face things which i love it's my favorite thing about me um, but <laughs> I think I do some in-your-face dresses, mm-hmm. and I feel like you do mostly, like, simple... Yeah, no, like, I like, a, like, a little tasteful. simple... Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Um, love. Okay. I do think one issue with Parisian is that we were talking about silhouette a lot, and I think there is a big emphasis on not only thin, but, um, basically, like, flat. Like, no curves anywhere, which, like, that goes back to, like, you talked about the Twiggy model thing before um and like so it's so funny i remember when we had a moment where you did a photo of twiggy <laughs> in like high school yep i was like oh my god who did twiggy and you were like wait i did twiggy <laughs> and we were like wait what um and it's so funny because i've actually met people who have been like you know like twiggy and they're like i don't know who twiggy is and i'm like how is that possible oh, like not guys. even like young people like old people too and i'm like how do you not know who Tuggy is guys come on stop being so american um <laughs> anyway yes thinness yes. i totally agree it's like a main like i mean most of these silhouettes are talking about fit the thin body exactly. thin like model-esque yeah. body like that's who you're seeing in all these photos these inspiration it, you none know. of these women are above zero like no. it's ridiculous yeah it's like totally and i think i mean i think the reason why like a big part of it is like having a little bit of a masculine flair and being mm-hmm. like flatter or just yeah. like skinnier kind of gives you that like androgynous uh-huh. kind of look which Absolutely. i think is a part of it so it definitely does exclude a lot like every other body type yep. and to be perfectly honest and like a little personal like i think that messed with me a lot mm-hmm. for in part of my life because i think like i almost wanted to be flat chested and it was weird that I wasn't to me mm-hmm. and like I was ashamed of that for a long time and it's like I shouldn't be ashamed of my body that's silly but it's like I wanted to be that perfect skinny and mm-hmm. I couldn't be that if I had like if I wasn't flat chested I don't right. know no I get Random, it but like yeah because I mean I also think a part of this look is to not be overly sexy either yep. like there's kind of I mean again like there is like the more feminine like sweet like frilly aspects too but i think it's, it's not innocent. sexy it's, it's more innocent so innocent and and like you know elegant and i yeah. think sexiness is not associated with elegance in this particular aesthetic so yes also i'm excited now to talk about movies because i feel like a lot of the movies i talked about a lot of the characters are very like the female characters are very innocent mm, yeah to totally like... Yeah, 
Do you want to get into to movies? I'd yeah, love we to can hear. skip to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, we explained the fashion. Yes, we did. You, okay. No, 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 I think we did. Okay, well, first of all, I want to say one movie that I'm going to say I definitely do not think is Parisian, although I think it would be like a good choice to talk about for Parisian, but I feel like we brought it up a lot, and I feel like it's too maximalist almost for this would be Amelie. I was thinking about it. Yes. And yeah, like it you crossed agree. my mind. Um, Just because it's a very famous French movie. Yeah, totally. And I think she, in her like tweeness, because to just harken back to talking about that movie for twee, in her tweeness, there is a Parisian flair. But I think like we're saying, she's not an innocent character. You know, she is very like, she hasn't seen the world necessarily, but she like is an adult and is like comfortable in her adult status. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, that kind of takes away from that innocentness. Um, but I think one thing I was thinking of in particular was Sabrina, but in the 1940, 1954 one directed by Billy Wilder, which is the one with Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And she is a, obviously a very Parisian figure, like not only stick thin, but like just glamorous in a very simple and minimalist and modest totally. way. And definitely like very innocent vibes. Um, that movie's sweet, and the whole point is that the main character is a little bit innocent. Um, but yeah, it's a good movie, and it takes place in Paris, too. Ooh. Or part of it does. She, like, travels to Paris and falls in love with Humphrey Bogart, which, significant age difference, mm-hmm. but we do love our bogey. Um, I, do- I wrote down Audrey Hepburn for, like, a style icon yes. for this, because I also just feel like her image is, like, I don't know, is, like if you look up this aesthetic like i feel like she's shown a lot like yes. or just not even as the parisian itself but like what the parisian girls look yes. up to or like are I mean, emulating like, exactly she's from belgium mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so funny but no i think you're completely right and the hair just like everything yeah everything she's like yeah representative of just like classic elegance like very simple um yes. not too sexy whatnot yeah Okay, another one I was thinking of. Actually, like, I only listed a couple so that I could talk about all of them. Um, was uh, my least favorite director's best movie, Midnight in Paris. Oh, I was also thinking about that one, too. 2011 by Woody Allen. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it is a very good movie, though. It has Owen Wilson yeah. and Rachel McAdams, and they are two wonderful people. And it really is just a sweet film it's just directed by the worst person ever. yep we, um, we ignore that okay we you're right to. you're right we're gonna move past it um but yeah totally i, I agree with that movie a lot like every yes. character emulates its style yeah very and very much just a celebration of paris too and i was also reading that marion cotillard is considered a parisian like icon in terms of like the aesthetic fashion and i think she definitely is she's yes. definitely stylish in the parisian sense um, mm, for sure i think it's just, I honestly noticed that a lot of Europeans dress like this in general. Like, yes. to put a label on it, like, I I think you'll see a lot of this kind of simple chicness throughout Europe. I think mainly because Europeans need to dress up, like, for every yeah. occasion, which, you know, we know this, like, as Americans, we're not going to the supermarket, you know, in our best clothes or yeah. anything like that. Um, at least some of us aren't. I, yeah, <sighs> you know, it's so funny. When the pandemic happened... Not even the pandemic. I was listening to some podcast. I don't remember who. And someone was shaming people for going to the supermarket in pajamas. Oh, you know what it was? It was because it was a bunch of British people. 
yeah your point is made it's a european thing for sure like i just feel like they don't have they don't have like sweats like americans do so they will be wearing this like very simple you know clothes to go outside chuckies joggers chuckies um okay sorry continue with your (laughs) movies all good this one i think is very special to me but also i think it's wonderful also someone i was talking about recently to you um cleo de Senka set or cleo from five to seven um is 1962 Agnes varda oh yeah so i was telling you about Agnes because oh, i just love her so much um but anyway um this movie is not innocent at all but i do think it is i think cleo is very elegant and I think the way it's shot is just, like, real Paris. And, like, I would 100% make the argument. Like, I, I would write a paper on the fact that I think this film is Parisian. Um, but it is a very difficult film, too, you know? Like, it's about this woman who thinks she's dying and is going on this journey. Like, it's just hard. Like, she's it's basically just a woman, a young woman faced with a death sentence medically sorry that sounds weird i'm trying to describe no, it i think it makes sense yeah it is it is difficult to watch but it's it's really good it's a very sweet movie too um very sad but yeah. very good yeah mm-hmm. good movie good movie okay <laughs> and then after that oh one of my favorite french films of all time and i am overdue for a watch is mon oncle which is my uncle by jacques Tati, 1958 i've definitely talked about this before but i'm gonna go into it again you know mr bean this is Mr. Bean before Mr. Bean, and he's French. His name is Monsieur Hulot, and he is the original Mr. Bean. He is literally who Mr. Bean is based off of. Wow. Yes. That's so interesting. Yes. I never knew the history of Mr. Bean. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, obviously, like, slightly different, but he's, like, this goofy, quirky dude named Monsieur Hulot. And, well, I don't know if he's exactly who Mr. Bean is based off of, but he has a, a film called, like, Monsieur Hulot's Holiday. And, like, Mr. Bean has a movie called Mr. Bean Takes a Holiday. So it's like, you know, we're doing the same thing. Yes. Good movie. Um, Mr. Bean Takes a Holiday is a good movie, was what I'm saying. It's a very good movie. But anyway, um, Mon Oncle is fantastic. And it's just so... I remember watching it for the first time in high school. And, like, there's this one scene where, like, you're just watching them walk further, further away from the camera. And, like, you can't even hear them. And, like, that's the humor. It's just a lot. Um, but I like it a lot. Sorry, I got two no, more. No, I totally get it. Like, I'm also interested in Mr. Bean. Like, thank yes. you for sharing that. Yes. I actually feel a more knowledgeable person. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like um, also one I wanted to say was this introduces modernism. This film doesn't introduce modernism, but it has, like, modernist architecture mm-hmm. in it. And like it's kind of, like, an aspect of the film is that you're like, oh, my God, his, like, brother's crazy house is, like, this crazy modernist structure. And, like, seeing as Paris is always, like, ahead of the trends and, like, you know, like, what, like, I feel like that's very fitting to, like, commentary on uh, French fashion and everything. Um, last two are similar. Uh, I'll go with the older one. is A Little Romance, 1979, George R. Hill. Um, it is about two kids who meet in Paris and fall in love. Um, and it's just cute. It's very sweet. Um, and the last one is Marie-Louise ou la permission. It is Kate Beckinsale's, like, I think debut film. Mm. Very hard to find, but I saw it randomly on the streaming site called The Cinema Club. Um, 
that streams films that you can't really access usually. And it's very cool, very underground. Um, But it was just the cutest film ever. And basically, she's waiting for, like, her boyfriend who's going to go to a military to visit her. And then he visits her. And, like, he's, like, this heartthrob. And, like, they go to this Halloween party. I don't really know. It's kind of like... It was a long time when I watched it, but it's a very cute film. But yeah, those are my films. Thank you for sharing all these, like, interesting French films. Because I feel like I... I've not seen that many. I mean, I took a French film class, but yes, like, definitely was just like the surface of. Do you have more to add? I feel like I kind of. Um, I mean, I honestly found it really hard to like think of like current movies that had that kind of style. Mm-hmm. For some reason, what came to mind was, do you know that movie Monte Carlo? Yes, the Selena Gomez. Yes, one. so it's so random. <laughs> the fact that I know it. The fact that you know, I'm glad that you know know it. It's a, I love that movie so much. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I like loved it as a kid. Because I was such a Selena Gomez fan as a kid, and I remember really wanting to see it, but I don't think I ever did. No, see I loved it. it so much. It, like incorporates all like fantasies of like going to Paris and oh like God. having the best time. Um, and I feel like two characters in particular, like Selena and this other girl, like dress like that, like super, like elegant, mm. simple throughout the whole movie so okay. cute so i definitely recommend um, i want to watch it again i haven't seen it in so long let's um, do it so i want to see we it. Do it we'll watch that and then we'll all <laughs> yes. feature completely different oh, films completely different vibes <laughs> that's really funny anything else that's that all i could think of um okay. i was just... gonna say my french film vocab is very good for some reason i have seen like an exorbitant amount of french films both because of classes and both because i just like We'll click on a French film and go, let's watch it today. And then I like, usually like, um, mm-hmm. um, or just Francophone films too. Francophone. I think because I like can slightly understand it, but sometimes it's pretty hard, honestly. Um, randomly, I'm also thinking of, you know, the movie Begin Again. I forgot who it's directed by. Oh, it's John Carney. He's an yeah. Irish filmmaker. I feel like, um. He's the Sing Street director. Ah, <gasps> oh, yes, yes. yes. Um, and also, um. Once. Never seen that. Anyway, anyway, so anyway. Um, so, but anyways, Kira, again. Kira Knightley's character, I feel like, dresses very Parisian. Super simple. No crazy outfits throughout the whole movie. I completely agree with that. And I feel like often in modern films that she's in, like, meeting, like, yes. if it takes place in modern mm-hmm. times, she often has that look because she's a skinny mini. No, it's true. She definitely fits the aesthetic. I think she's even the, um, isn't she, like, the face of, like, Chanel perfume or something like that i feel like i always see her she's the face of natalie portman is the face of one that you will see a lot Mm. and i wonder if that's who you're thinking of i'm almost positive she's like that's kira yeah i think both of them actually okay um because i know natalie portman like i see her all the time and i'm like natalie did we really go this far yeah from like being natalie portman to like being in these (laughs) terrible ads but yeah, I totally agree that she kind of has that look, the Parisian look. Yes. So I think it makes sense that she's always dressed like that. Um, it just goes with her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Miss Dior. Yeah, Natalie oh, is Miss Dior. Okay. Um, what is Kira? No, because I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe she does do a perfume. Why are they Chanel's doing... perfume, Coco Mademoiselle. She is doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mademoiselle. Yes. But the, I feel like these are older. Are these not older? No, these are new. It's 2018. Never mind. I do not know. I do not know. Anyway, so that's my movie <laughs> contribution. I don't have much, but that's... Yeah, I, like, I thought those were great. Thanks. I love that. 
Um, music. 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 Oh yeah, I was thinking like just like French music, like current, yeah, like current like French kind of like indie or pop from, sounding. Or from the past too. Or from the past, yeah. If you have any kind of past suggestions. Oh, we oui, madame, I do. Hey, please share. Okay, you wanna share too? Sure. Yes, please. Trying to think of what I want to play. Okay, so I love Francoise Hardy, and she's super famous, and she's from, like, the 60s. Oh, my gosh. I should do a Cleo de Saint-Crossette song, too. Can I do three songs? Yeah, too much. Dude. Okay. Go for um, it. So I'm going to do... So from Francoise Hardy, I'm going to do Comment te dire adieu, which is how to say goodbye, and it's, like, her most famous song, basically. French sound. Yes, I love uh, that. Right? So, much. so good, so good. Do you have one for me? Um, to, I'm mostly just like I'm literally just like playing French music at this point. Yes, just playing um, French this music. This is called Agitation Tropicale by mm. L'Imperatrice. Agitation tropicale. Oh, that's fun, mm-hmm. isn't it? I like it's. I like French music that's groovy too, because they always do it well. Oh my god, they this do. Is... They were just got like the synths and the yes, yeah. This is on that. great French song that I don't want to play, but I want you to listen to called okay. Cool Cat. It's just sublime. Like the name is Cool Cat. Like I it's gonna be amazing, tell. right? Yeah. So I don't know if this is the one where she's singing. Apparently, they took it off Spotify, which I'm very sad about. Um, but let me see if this is it. If not, I'll have to go to oh, yeah. figure YouTube. Play until you get it. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's Saint-Trois from... So in Cléo de Saint-Cassette, she's a singer. Um, which is like a, like important. She sings this song and it's Without You. And it's very beautiful because it's like so funny because she has kind of like this relationship in the film. But it, that's not really that important to her. And, like, I don't know, it's funny because this song's kind of about a broken heart, but it's almost like her heart's breaking for herself, you know? It's, it's jam-packed. Jam-packed. Okay, so then after that dramatic ass 
ending. Um, she has a breakdown, which you're like, obviously, you would have a mental breakdown Who's after this? that. Cleo. Wow. In the film, yeah. Multi talented. Queen. Oh. But isn't that like. The orchestra like, is ah. beautiful. I know. Oh, so sad. So dramatic. <laughs> it's great. It's so French. Mm. The drama. And then they're like acting like dramatic. it's not dramatic. Yes. Okay, you want to do another one? Um. Hmm. I don't know if I have another one, honestly. Okay, let me do one more then. Sure, go for it. This is just my main man, Michel Depeche. Um, he's not as well known, I guess. Um, and I've just been vibing to a song of his called Les Divorcés. Um, and it's very sweet. It's very bittersweet because it's like about people getting divorced, but it's all okay. And it's like. Wow. It's very sweet. You'll hear it and you'll be like, this song is called The Divorces, The Divorcees, which like divorcee is like, it's kind of like fiance, like someone who's about to get divorced. Right. <laughs> or like is divorced. Um, dramatic, but I think it's a, it's just a very sweet song. And a lot of his songs are like this and I like them because of that. Anyway, Les Divorcees by Michel Delpeche. Si c'est fichu Entre nous La vie continue Malgré tout Tu sais, maintenant c'est passé Mais au début j'en ai bavé Okay, so I love that because what he's saying is ce entre nous, la vie continue malgré tout is we're signing a document that like ends what's between us essentially but life goes on through thick and thin and i'm like this is sweet and heartbreaking at the same time like you're wonderful michelle thank you oh, that's such a sweet like i feel like that's not a typical thing that people sing about right that's so very cool it's just he's just a lovely lovely little guy is this an old song lovely little man what is this an old song it's like 70s i think okay. 60s, i think 70s um cute he's kind of like not the 60s, like, French pop era, but he's, like, a little after. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if it says... Cond. Um Okay, well, he didn't release those in 2000, so I don't know yeah, how no. made that. I think, like, 70s, 80s. Anyway, that's kind of the music I want to play. Uh, so fun. A couple other people. I love the song, Je Bois, Je Bois, Je Bois Puis Je Danse means i drink and then i dance um <laughs> by that. aileen um any angel song she's wonderful i love angel um lou and the yakuza are also cool they're just some fun french music i mean parisian music it would be just like french music so. right right i think there's kind of like a nothing too crazy or electronic yeah but um a little groovy yes definitely and just the way french flows in in songs is always very particular mm-hmm. yeah so I think that concludes us for today. Um, thank you for listening again thank to you. your favorite, your two favorite aesthetically pleasing podcasters. Um, we will see you next week for our final episode of the season. Crazy. I'm going to miss this. Damn. Went by very fast. Dang, it did. Because we tried to do it early. Early. You're gonna, not going to hear this until April, but... Um, which is great for you. Yeah. Um, and great for us, honestly, too. We'll probably... Keep it going. We'll probably Keep be alive. dying um, come April. But yeah, this is great. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.